You're just in time for a brand new episode of Walk With Me. You know I too stand for corrections. I talk about real life scenarios that may occur during your correctional officer career. This podcast is for self-driven women desiring a more concrete foundation. So walk with me as I break down the basics of having a successful journey of growth and stability in the life of corrections. Hi guys and welcome back as always. You know it's a pleasure. How you doing? How's it going? As always, I thank you for having me, but I thank you for joining me. Guys, on this episode of Victim, what does it mean to be a victim? What does it mean to you when you hear the word victim? Do you think that's someone that always, they don't take the blame for stuff? They like blaming other people. It's not about what they do, but what someone has done to them. Do you think there's a such thing as always playing victim or just being misunderstood as an officer and as an offender? From what you see, from what offenders do, what they say, and things as such. Well, it's like instead of seeing it for what it is, it's more like what someone has done or doing to them. That is true. It's not about why they're in a situation, but it's if this would have happened this way. If that could have been done this way. If that person would not have done this, then I wouldn't be right here. It's not about what they could have done not to even be right there. And now that it's happened, what are they going to do not be right there again? If it's people that they're around, how accountable are you going to hold those people by removing yourself? If you don't remove yourself, how much accountability are you going to put on yourself? How much are you going to hold? As a victim, these are things that has to be said to them. Any person, people in your outside life. Officers that you work with, offenders. You have to be mindful that when you're watching offenders, when you're seeing the actions that they have, when you're watching the things that they say, when you're seeing how they say stuff, hearing how they say things to one another, a lot of times the person, the person that is being deemed the victim, who's acting like the victim, who always is comfortable being the victim, that person sees everyone along with themselves as, well, they want to did this. Or I had to do this or this was done to me. Or I am a good person. They are good people, but it's never about what I can do different. It's never about I can remove those people who's causing this to me if it's like that. If these people are making you feel this way, if you can't say how you feel or what's going on to those people and it changes, then that means you are comfortable complaining. Saying, this is happening to me, I'm the victim, but what are you doing? It doesn't dismiss that it happened to you. It doesn't undermine that it happened to you. It doesn't devalue that it happened to you as a victim. But now going forward, what next? Those are the things that you zoom in on when someone is comfortable with being a victim. Because it looks like every time you look around, they are always telling you that they are. It's like a form of complaining. If I'm always complaining on how somebody doing me, doing me, doing me, then I am the victim. I'm the one to get done to. And I don't like it. And how dare they do me this way. And I'm so amazing. Yeah. It goes just like that. But the victim always sees the victim personality in other people because they take up for them. They are hung up more on the relating part about it instead of what can we do for both of us. To get out of this slumber that we like to stay in. And you and you have to use the word like. Because why are you so comfortable being right there? Like is associated with comfort. 
That's like you like a certain kind of food. It brings you comfort. I'm so happy when I eat this type of food. I'm comforted about this food. I feel so wholesome and just so amazing. Just like you don't put a warm blanket and pat me on the back when I eat this type of food. I like it. As a victim, a person be a victim. You have the word victim. So if you take the word victim away, what are you saying about that person? Things get done to you, but you didn't deserve it. People did things to you, and even if you did not deserve it, really didn't deserve it, and it's shame on them, what are you going to do to make sure that they don't do you that way again? What are you going to do? The only way to make sure that they don't do you like that no more is remove yourself. You can't stay in the same spot mentally, not wanting the same thing to happen to you mentally. You can't do it. You just can't do it because you're waiting till the person decides to not do you that way again. Yeah. But you don't know how much of you that you're chiseling away willingly. You're willingly waiting till you get down to a grain of salt. And then all of a sudden it's, oh, okay, I'm not going to do like that no more. But you don't even got enough of you to even go forward. You can't put your best foot forward anymore. You're down to a grain of salt. At this point, the foot don't even exist. You have to be mindful on those particular type of people. Yeah, the victim is the person that the issue happened to, not is happening to. That is a thing about being a reoccurring victim. It's repetitive. Never settle for that though. Never settle for that. And what are you doing to not appear as such? What are you going to do about it when handling offenders? You have to stop and watch how they talk, how they act. How to associate things. That is so important. You can never miss it. Don't miss it. Don't skip over it. Don't get rid of that. You need that. How they defend each other. How they defend things that aren't worth a single breath. Catch it. Because that same attention and energy could be used elsewhere. Well, guess what? Us as officers have that same complex. But why though? Why is that? Well, in your free world time, as an officer... At home, you know, think back or even present day on things you say happened to me. It happened to me. Or this company did this. Or this organization did this. Or these group of people did this to me. But what did you do to partake in whatever outcome that came? Or what did you do to wave on that situation? That's a part of it. You have to stop and say, this isn't me blaming myself for how someone decided to handle me or treat me. But the part I can't control is removing myself. You can never let that part of that go. You got to get advice and take it. Did you hear what I said? You got to get advice and take it. Any advice you're getting about a situation that you know nothing about, but on the victim side about it, you got to take it. You didn't think of it that way. You couldn't see it from that way. You didn't even know that was a thing to even do. You didn't even know that was a choice to have. You have to be able to say, I got this advice. I'm going to try to take it. Even if I tweak it a little bit, I'm going to try to take it. I cannot not do nothing. Get help and push it forward. So I don't have to relive that moment and I don't have to keep associating everything going forward with that feeling. It's really easier than you think to associate someone feeling sorry for you. Listen to that. Associating someone feeling sorry for you. Rather than someone just showing you love and having your best interests at heart. Based off your experience. So it's feel sorry or I show you love because I have your best interests at heart. 
What's the difference? There is no difference to a person that's the victim all the time. There is no difference. It really isn't. So the more you be that way, the more you become exceptionally comfortable with always tapping into that when other situations happen or come up or people don't feel sorry for you, so to speak. Furthering to hold you accountable for actions and not even mentioning the source. You don't like that. A victim won't like that. As an officer, it's important to work on yourself daily. If you are a victim-minded officer, then you and a victim-minded offender will have issues. You're going to have issues from every angle on every corner. You already know that you're guaranteed the line of division, the line of division between officer and inmate anyway. Anyway, this would be something to add to it though. Understand the offenders were once in the free world as well. That's why it's important to notice things and send it up your chain of command so the offender can get seen and or talked to and in a program within the facility to try and find comfort in whatever the despair was. And as an officer as well, I want you to take away with this. Just because something happened to me doesn't mean it has to continue who I am. And who I am becoming is more valuable than the situations and issues I don't and won't let go. Always causing me to not embrace how far I've come. And give credit to what's already inside of me. As an officer, that is something that will allow you to remain humble. And not offer sympathy to an offender, but empathy to see the facts of you are dealing with something that I recognize. I'll see you later. Donations, sponsorships, and advertisements are always welcome. You guys, don't forget to share and comment as many times as you would like. Always ask me questions. I will always answer them, and I will always refer back to them in the next episode. So walkincorrections at gmail.com. Go ahead. You know I'll see you next episode.